Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. Except it's not really another episode. It is, technically, but we've all gone skiing, uh, possibly against our better judgment, but it does go down as work. So instead, here is a delightful compilation of all the best bits from past podcasts. On the front of the Times on Tuesday, millions of people's doing no work. Yeah, no, yes. I was just uh, and bear, bear goes to Lou in Woods. It says average of only two and a half hours per day spent on education. And I thought, right, oh. we've been doing homeschooling, we think. Our yeah. children kind of rejected the yeah. online stuff. We felt, well, it's just screen time. The teachers' hearts were in it. They were doing a fair job. But we just, watching them sitting there trying to log on. So, so... We were doing, I was thinking we were doing really well. I've been teaching them. You've been teaching them all sorts of hands-on things and things about geography that you dimly remember about clouds. And I have <laughs> been, uh, uh, I, and I've been trying to do them from Ladybird books. So I've been teaching them about, uh, you know, proper you know, great lives history. So I've done William the Conqueror, Alfred the Great. I opened up uh, Richard the Lionheart. It was problematic. I quickly closed it again because it's just in the Crusades, the English went off to save Christendom from the Muslims, it says, like uncritically and rather so. I would close that one. Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, Captain Cook, it's all about then we discovered Australia, a marvellous opportunity to kill everybody and plant vines. <laughs> right, won't have that. Francis Drake, even while we were doing Francis Drake, they were talking about his statue in Plymouth and saying, yeah, we call him a privateer. Yeah, we say that he defeated the Armada basically sort of started the slave trade mm. and so well, you can't have Francis Drake I mean, quite reasonably who can you have Florence Nightingale basically okay King Alfred so long ago you know it's a, anyway I've been teaching this sort of dead history but we've been doing it from sort of trying to start at 9.30 and always stopping at 12 but basically don't start till 10 so basically we've been giving them two hours schooling a day and then I read in millions of people's doing no work average of only two and a half hours is what they mean so ours Oh no! And those, Ours are no, them. Sorry, we those, have those, been failing. Those two, those two, two and a half hours a day have been blood, sweat, and tears from everyone getting them to do that. As kids begin to go back to school, and ours are starting on Monday back, and most of the, I mean, the, most of the primary schools are generally starting again Lots on Monday. Lots of people going back on Monday. Yeah. How about when they get back? How will we know? What kids are on the same level? My our kids have been doing this weird mishmash of your kind of A level geography and my ladybird history and some sums that I can do, which is not very many. Mm. They'll go back. All the other kids that have been homeschooled, we should set. We should set an. There should be an exam, 
a coming back to school exam, yep. how much do you know? So I thought we could do an exam paper mm-hmm. based on the things that... Have had, and then just know. make it increasingly so ridiculous and hilarious. It, it, well, it'll be increasingly ridiculous, and with a bit of luck, people will think it's hilarious. But yep. if I do, based on my lessons, in 1805, Admiral Horatio Nelson, on his ship, the Victory, led the British Navy to victory against Bonaparte's evil French, despite having lost an arm and an eye. So, with one arm tied behind your back and a hand over your left eye, can you run to the end of the room and back without falling over? Go! Right. That's, that's sort of, you know, that's that sort of thing. Not funny. No, I, I've just now suddenly realised why the children like doing lessons with you more than they like doing lessons with me. Right. Because you say things like, now with one arm behind your back and one hand over your eye, run to the one end of the room and the other. Well, how else can you see what it would be like to be Horatio Nelson? Ideally, you'd have French people to kill. Uh, I quite enjoyed um, worker let go for uh, poor social media skills. Uh, Giles Corrin was fired from the Times yesterday for... (laughs) A marketing executive was unfairly dismissed by a holiday park company after bosses said she was poor at winning likes on social media. Sylvia Williams, 60, said she was put through a sham redundancy process engineered by managers to get rid of her as the business's social media profile allegedly slumped. Senior figures oh, wait, at that's... Lions Holiday Parks were said to be unhappy that the company had, quote, fallen behind competition and blamed the decline on Williams being in charge of its social media. I mean, look, they've gone, we need a social media campaign. Let's get that 60-year-old lady to yeah. do it. It's like, already... Well, no, what, no, I think the point would be, if she's... How, how old she is and whether she's a man or a woman or anything is all completely yes. irrelevant. I mean, would, but does she have any experience? It doesn't sound like she does. It doesn't it doesn't sound to me like she's madly qualified. It's a little bit job. where I would go, oh, you need someone with uh-huh. good social media skills to run your campaign. Yeah. Allow me... Uh, oh, and then you could write a series of tweets at like 1am. You could... Like drunk tweets. Quite funny. You could do drunk tweets. So, so it's, what is it's it, what a is holiday this park company. Right. So it's come to this holiday What's park it company. What's it called? What? What's it called? What? What's a holiday park? Lions, L-Y-O-N-S, Lions Holiday Parks. And let's have a little look at Lions Holiday Park, shall we? Okay. Um, meanwhile, I will do things like... Um, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but have a look at this little shed that they want you to stay in. Oh, my word. Is that the staff quarters? No, nope, that's that... the inside of your holiday home. Why has it got a triangular table? To fit to sort of niche into the corner there by a microwave? This must be no. Come on, this is not. This is. This Can is, I please see the story? Can I see the story? Yeah, this is. This can't be where anybody goes on holiday. It says it's called 2008 Delta Santana. Start simple. Start with the Santana. This is the ideal model for first-time holiday home buyers. Oh, buyers who are looking for outstanding value for money alongside spacious, practical, open, planned living. It's thirty-one thousand quid. You can buy it, and it's twelve feet by thirty-six feet. Why, that's nearly as big as our kitchen table. Um, Recruitment and jobs. Join the family. Ooh, vacancies. Working for us. Vacancies, social media. So like vacancies and social media? Yeah, I think... I mean, I'm 52. I'm probably a bit young for them. Do you think you've... um, Are you saying that you need to apply for the job? As their social media. Um, yeah, right to so yeah. apply for a job as the Okay, thing. fine. So, column. The first is... thing you need to do is get rid of these horrible trailers and buy some castles. Yes, exactly. So. England? You're Holiday going in England? to. Blah, 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 blah. It might be quite difficult to do it without being very, very rude about. To, it might be I might, I might sound, it might a, I might snobby, sound yeah. a bit entitled with yeah. my posh holidays and all that. Anyway, think about it. It's still, it's, it's still quite funny. Well, I could, there's another job I could apply for. Oh, yes, tell me. Um, 
Happiness is not an emotion lawyers readily associate with the high-pressure world of city deal-making. Oh, my God. Many partners at such firms are paid more than a million pounds a year, and newly qualified solicitors can earn starting salaries of more than £160,000. Yet stress and burnout rates are high, which is why one candidate for a top role at a magic circle firm wants to bring a little more joy to the harassed solicitors putting all-night shifts on their clients' latest mergers by creating the role of Chief Happiness Officer. Way. But they've already got that sort of crap at... It's Clifford Chance, one of the five so-called Magic Circle international law firms in the UK. Um, ah, 75 things to say to a lawyer to make them happy. Yes. I mean, presumably they quite like being at work because otherwise they wouldn't last six months because all it is is work. Family life is overrated. Yeah, yes. Family life is overrated Family anyway. life, that's where Family life is overrated... Don't worry, May, I don't know my children's names either. Exactly. The, the nanny's probably doing a better job Yeah. Um, than you. Um, there's quick, there's a sale on large watches. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, don't they all wear massive watches? No, something like, don't worry, having a big expensive car does mean you've got a big penis. Yep. Um... Don't worry, the fridge in the kitchen has recently been restocked with Perrier. That's the kind of thing they care about. Is it? Yeah. Um, look on the bright side, in three days they'll let you go home for a shower. <laughs> um, my mate Adrian Chang, who's now like world head of Herbert Is he Smith world King? Regional World King Global. Uh, and he was a solicitor and he was just this best mate at university. Then, then after university, you know, he would always, he literally would come home at three in the morning. I shared a flat with him for a while. Take off his tie, have a shower, put on a fresh tie, go back to the office, and we said, "What the fuck are you? What are you doing, Ad? What? What?" He said, it's "Just photocopies. Most of it's just photocopies." Yeah. And it would always be his. Well, what, he and as he rose up the company, I said, "What's going on?" He's saying it's just more important photocopying, uh, and, and, <laughs> and, and it was always being his. What are they called when they take? They become partners. So it's my partner. So there's a partner who wants me to do this and the thing and the thing. And then, and then there was... And then, uh, and then he became a partner when he was about 38 or 39. And he was, he was still always at work all the time. And I said, what's going on, man? You're, he said, I've, I've got to oversee the photocopying. I don't, <laughs> oh, trust, I don't trust their photocopying anymore. And then they moved him. He's from Singapore. They moved him back to Singapore to run like the... The, literally the Asia, the Southeast Asia finance division of Herbert Smith. And you went to see him? And I went to see him because I was, and I hadn't seen him for years because he'd been out there because he's too busy working ever to even come back to England. So he married a German wife, two lovely kids, everything. Yeah, life out there in Singapore is great. Food's better, whatever. Um, uh, but, and I went to see him and he, and, and he's, he's like 50, 53 and one of the most, one of the biggest lawyers in Asia. And we met up to go, to go and have some noodles or something. He said, look, yeah, I'll be there about 7.30. I've got to get, at 8.30 I've got to get back. I've got to get back to work. Uh, I said, but you oh, you run this entire and this this entire thing. Uh, what is it? And he looked at me and he said, "You know, it's it really is basically just photocopy." I'm slightly gutted. I bought a bicycle yesterday, and obviously we record this podcast on Wednesday, so yesterday means Tuesday. And I just thought, right, I've got to get out to. I'll buy a bicycle. So I went down into, and I, I'm not going to buy an electric bicycle because. You've got to, it's just more of a palaver. It's very expensive. You've got to, I'm not going to do two grand, three grand on it. Might be the wrong one. I've got an electric car coming as it is uh, next week. And I just, how many electric things can you have? Um, and, and then where would I keep it? And we'd have to bring it in and charge it indoors, this great galumphing thing. I thought, well, look, I'll buy one more pedal bike before I move on to it. So I went down into town with the kids to give you a bit of space. 
um, in the, in lockdown. Thank all you. That. I had a lovely time. Uh, and I went, so I went down with the kids to go to the Owl Bookshop, buy some books for them, buy some food for supper, and get a bicycle. So I went into the that one on the corner, not the big fancy one, just the one with those two Polish guys. Bought a bicycle, um, and uh, I said there, there, were, there were all these different prices, and I said to the guy. Um, so which one, tell me about them. So why is this one 500 and this one 700 pounds? And these are different components. Uh, and I went, right, so do I need, because I don't really know about bikes, and I know there's cool bikes and not cool bikes, and whatever. so what kind of one do I need? What about this thousand one? He goes, oh, much better components. And then like, after a little while, he was basically, he was basically joking. I said, wow, that's a 3,000 quid bike. He goes, oh, yeah, excellent components. <laughs> and, that's, and in the end, we have this kind of conversation. I said, so look, come on, mate, what would you mean components? And then he was going, well, this is carbon fork. It's a thing. So like the fork, yeah. you know, it makes it lighter on the front. And I said, but wait a minute, but this one hasn't got a carbon fork and, and it's, uh, it's 2,000, it's other components. Uh, and in the end, I bought one with like excellent components. Or I bought one with a stick that you could lean it on and with a thing on the back. And there was one that was really, really great. And he said, this is the lightest one. This is, you know, fast bike. And he allowed me to go for it. And yeah. I went for one. It was really light and fast and everything. But then uh, it didn't have mudguards. Right. Uh, and obviously mudguards aren't cool. But they keep the mud off your trousers, gingangs when you when when if you go through a puddle. Otherwise, it mm. sprays up and whatever. And it didn't have a pannier thing, and it wasn't that comfy. And then also, there's a thing with bums, you know, a bit hard yes, and all that sort, kind of thing. Yeah, so anyway, we came to an agreement about this sort of bicycle, and he charged me only about a hundred quid more than it would have cost if I'd bought it online or right. anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I came back with this bicycle, and I went for a cycle. It was really great, and I cycled and it. I bought it. <laughs> you, you cycled along, you just sort of fell to bits. <laughs> That's what usually what happens. No, I, you, I cycle, I get really, this is really a good. A wheel just is spinning off, <laughs> clang, clang, clang. The mud god, clang. There is a, there is a, I feel like there's a sort of cartoon where that happens. <laughs> uh, there is, oh, it's an asterisk, it's a fine, it's an asterisk one where they, where they buy a chariot. There's an asterisk one where they buy a, where they buy a, actually, they buy a chariot with a beautiful, from a, from a sort of used car salesman of right. the fifth, of, of, of the first century yeah. BC. And it's this beautiful shiny horse with this golden chat, and they 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 yeah. and the rate starts to rain, and the horse, the shiny black horse, goes white with a yellow mane <laughs> and clang, and all the wheels fall off it, and it's left by the side of the road. Yep. You know, Asterix, I think we've been had. Says yes, yes. So I think here's some things that I think we could try. I think it's like the crapness of half measures. This thing of shutting the shutting the, the pubs at... I mean, everyone would have written about this, but right. shutting the pubs at 10 o'clock. Obviously, people are saying this is bullshit. People just go home to each other's houses and yeah. spread it more. Yeah. It seems really... He's trying to do something, but... So yeah. half measures, really rubbish. Trying to make things slightly worse by shutting them at 10 o'clock. Other half oh, measures but, yeah, you could do. That's like, right, yeah. for example, no more pints, only half pints. Yeah. Um, you can have fish, but no chips. Um, oh, like I went to I went to buy my little car. I went to buy my car at Car Giant, but they I couldn't take it for a test drive. So yes. I had to, so I had to take it home to find out that it's like a lawnmower. But it's fine. It's small. It'll do. But what what I what I love is that that you, you bought the car anyway. Yeah, because so they've got a returns policy. They, yeah, oh, look, could... it was very busy. There were lots of people buying cars having not test driven test driven them. Because like very few people actually care how a car drives, which explains why there are so many Toyota Igo owners around. Because I thought, <laughs> oh, I'll get a Toyota Igo because they're so popular. And then I drove mine around, and I was like, ah, oh, right. So people don't care how cars drive. But you and you bought it all the home, all the home. And you came in, and I said, you know, this is the first time you've ever bought a car, and yeah. I didn't get involved. And you brought you bought your Toyota Igo, yeah. regardless of what I thought. Yeah. Uh, and you came back. And I said, how is it? And does it drive like it? And you said, it drives like a hairdryer. Yeah. And, I, and I said, are you going to take it back? Because you had this two-day returns window. And you said, no. And because you couldn't face the drive back. 
in the fucking hairdryer. <laughs> so they buy this car, admittedly cheap. What was it, 5,000 quid? Less yeah, than 5,000 5, 5, quid. 5,000 yeah. quid. But they've they sold you a car so shit, you can't face the drive back to return yeah. it. No, 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 I love, I love my island. Could, I mean, there's economy... If you don't get the clutch quite right, it does make a really funny smell. But apart from that, it's brilliant. <laughs> but I love that you were complaining about this. You said it doesn't reverse up hills. It, it, and I'm thinking, it, no, it's you that doesn't reverse I know, up hills. It's true. And, the, and the fact that you've been complaining, it's, unless you get the clutch completely right, it smells. Because this is because you because you went out to buy the car instead of driving cars that I bought. It's three sheets of metal and a and a and a Magimix in the. In the it point. is, yeah. And then and and then you you really have to fucking drive it. Yeah. It won't. It's got that. I mean, I got in to. Okay, doesn't reverse uphill to go and try when it. When I first turned, when I first turned the ignition on in front of you, you literally <laughs> laughed out loud when you heard the engine. I'm, I believe, and bear in mind that I'm the owner of an electric car, so I'm used to a car that makes no, that doesn't yeah. even make any noise when you turn it on. Yeah. The sound of the air conditioning coming on in my electric <laughs> Jag is more thrilling than the noise of your engine turning over in that Iger. Yeah. Uh, and no, you turn and it went, and it's got it's got those seats which. Uh, what my seats in my Iger? The seats in the Iger. Yeah. yeah. That's smell just like old sweat and rain I, I love it I love it because it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter but it's like, like sitting what? on a cardboard box and you no, sit there brilliant. with this steering wheel and you're this sort of hard shiny little yeah, steering yeah, wheel yeah. in your hand only in, it's only like London, one of the cars I used to make out of old yeah. fridge boxes cardboard boxes for the kids when they were like just <laughs> cut it with a bread knife and draw headlights on the front of exactly. it exactly uh, I don't understand how the headlights and write work. car <laughs> on it just car if there would be any doubt of what it was car one literally, if they hadn't written car on the side of your Igo you could, yeah. you'd have literally well, thought Melissa, it was a kettle Melissa said it, it looked like a baby <laughs> <laughs> what? Melissa said it looked like a baby's trainer <laughs> <laughs> And, then, and particularly because you bought a red one. And Mary and, and Mary said it looked like a freshly painted fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought this red car, and he said it'd be really good because I can see it in car parks. Yeah, it is. Um, but there but, are so but, many other red eye goes. And, and in our road, though, there's all these kind of sort of black and grey yeah. people characters. A little red, little red <laughs> eye go, which looks like someone's just left an apple by the side of the road. There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My cup runneth over with stories for you today, I Giles. thought you had nothing. No, I do have something. I I've just got pretending I hadn't done any homework. on this. I've got 21 That's stories. That's too many. That's too many. You failed to edit your stories. That's what you've done there. No, what I would like to do is say hello to Dave, the driver for Netaporte's premium service, who came to collect some things I didn't want from Netaporte yesterday. And Dave was very nice. He had the bearing of... X-Forces. Am I right, Dave? I'm thinking the signalers, engineers. And he came to collect... He was all in black. He was about 57. Yeah. Stockily built. I mean, you know, he's... He was a proper bloke. You didn't think he was just like delivering some whoopsie fashion stuff, did you? No, You thought he'd come to kill you? I thought he had come to kill me, which is why I'm pretty sure he was sort of X-Forces. And as you know, the army is like my favourite thing. And... um, Actually, I shouldn't say that. It makes it sound really weird, doesn't it? But I don't know. Anyway. No, it's not anyway. as weird as if you said serial killers in prison are my favourite thing. <laughs> Clearly, you, you write They're today. They're my next favourite thing. Um, and he uh, said that he listened to the podcast. So I was He did. Say, I was there. Love the podcast, he said. Love the podcast. Thank yeah. you, Dave, for listening to the podcast. And thank you for coming to get my stuff from Netaporte. That was yesterday when you were so excited about him coming there and yes. your bag, your Netaporte, that you were advancing towards him with this bag. And he'd already said sometime before, if you could just leave it on the floor there. And, <laughs> and, I, and I would say, and you had no ears for me because you never listened to me because of one of the things that lockdown, you've sort of grown skin over your ear holes whenever I'm speaking. Yep. And you had no, and I was saying, darling, he said, put the bag down. And he'd said about three times, put the bag, and you were just advancing on him with these bags. Yeah. These, these were returns, I should Returns, say. yeah. Because when in a minute the doorbell goes ping, no, I haven't. Oh, actually, no, I have. <laughs> you see, when in a minute the doorbell goes ping, brr, and then you wander off, and we do that thing where I keep on talking while you've gone, and we hear you, mu- and Ben leaves it in, and the whole the whole podcast gets called who's at the door again. Uh, that, things will be delivered, but then eventually Dave comes and takes them back. But listen, skipping back to your idea for a column, yes, the fucking doorbell. Uh, what is it? Sorry to shout, I've scared the kittens. It's just absurd. Unless it's someone with my cat. That's such a loud doorbell. It's, they'll think it's a sound effect. I think Jackie Weaver, the Jackie Weaver story is unbelievable. I, I always, sorry, thought it was completely boring and stupid. Uh, and, and and this, the most recent... I don't uh, even know what it is. Our problem with Jackie Weaver yeah. is we just sort of missed it. So I've never seen... I didn't miss it, I just wasn't interested. I've never seen this the, thing she did. Yeah, that happened to me with um, the Percy Pig thing and Boris Johnson. Suddenly the papers were just full of Percy Pig th- references or, or, or Daddy Pig. It happened to me it with Northern Ireland. Northern the Ireland started... Of, yeah, like, if you I don't was, get the beginning I, of that, you I are I didn't fucked. get the beginning of that. It started basically, you know, Bloody Sunday and shit when I was about three. And by the time I was new sentient, yeah. it was so complicated that I just skipped. Yeah. Uh, I, the same thing. So I got the Gulf War I was in at the beginning, but I never got Kosovo. I was like, I literally... There was a test match on when Redovan Karadzic did his thing, and I didn't really notice. And suddenly they're using his name as if you already knew, and I didn't. Having read... Do you want another example? Gone. Well, were you about to say something? I, I was going to say, having read the two foremost literary works on both Kosovo and Northern Ireland, 
it is re- yeah it is really 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 complicated are they the same and every t- no they're not the same and if you if you every time I think about Ireland or I think about Kosovo I have to go right back to the beginning to work, remember remind myself what the original beef was mine was always I, because so the main thing with Northern Ireland for me was being Jewish I've never understood the difference between a Catholic and a Protestant <laughs> so I don't understand what the beef is so I would have to go right okay so the one and, I, I, and it was really complicated even I remember being a university and doing Joyce doing Dubliners when I was was about which was about and there was a lot it was all about Michael Michael Collins and uh, that lot and uh, Eamon Ting uh, and 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 the IRA which then was about the liberation of Ireland and I said the Catholics do they live in the north or the south <laughs> and, the, and the Catholics are the ones who do like the Pope and I it was like never eat shredded wheat okay. <laughs> uh, it's never Catholics Pope Protestants, uh, Protestants, just sort of bare church. Basically, no British. Fun. Some yeah. of them want to be because we're Protestant or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and Jackie Weaver. I have it with Anglo-Saxon shorefords. I still feel because I swapped classes in 1978 from Upper Four W to Upper Four G, and I went in, and Upper Four G had already done Anglo-Saxon shorefords. So then, when it came to the exam, and it said write about Anglo-Saxon shorefords, I couldn't because I didn't know what they were. I still don't. I felt really defensive. The whole of our British history now, I feel slightly uneasy about. I think you could get a column out of that. I yes. missed Jackie Weaver, just like I missed Anglo-Saxon foreshore. And then you think you've missed out the whole of Northern Ireland. Too too complicated. I was I wasn't paying attention when I also I mean actually I do understand the Falkland Islands but you could do that as well Falkland, you, if Falkland Islands was that, a bang on your era you would have been wait hang on 82 that was easy yeah. what do you mean what, the Falkland Islands I you was there you were 13 right, yeah I was, I was 12 because my prep school was, was twinned with HMS Invincible Really? Yeah, it could be really confusing if they so actually that, accidentally sent the whole prep school to um, the Malvinas is to fight HM, our battle. Is, that, is HMS Invincible, isn't that, a, isn't that a boat? Yes. And then, a, <laughs> for fuck's sake. I mean, where, what's the bit you missed about how the history a, of the how world? Is a, how is a prep school in Belsize Park linked to a ship, twinned with a ship? Well, we were twinned with it. Was, we had a relationship with the... With the uh, we provided what kind small of boys to the Royal Navy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long trip to the Malvinas. It's 48 days on a boat, but here's the whole of 4G. <laughs> Giles Corrin in his PE kit to keep the boys amused below decks. Uh, no, it was, it was like, it was a sort of historical... Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're on a, if you're on a armored, uh, what are they called, a, an, a, an aircraft carrier... Going from 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 here to the football and he had Sam on board. <laughs> what time's dinner? Yeah, He's exactly. picking me up from cricket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so the, we were twinned with them. I guess there was some back in the day. You know, I imagine that the admiral of the fleet had been at the hall or something like that. And we had we used to go on these trips to look at HMS Invincible, and they the, the sailors would come and do whatever the sailors do in a prep school. No, the sailors would come and like tell us about the way. And then the HMS Invincible went off. So we were all, yay! Uh, because, okay. and they, like someone in, in the crew had a whole scarf on or something. Right, right, right. Okay. So I, I knew all about the Falklands. Um, yeah, I think that might work. That's a good bit of kind of lateral thinking. Quite surreal, but good. It's a child from the Spanish nursery. It, it's not a cat. I thought it was a cat being eaten by a fox. No, that was happening last night, darling, and I chased the fox away with a broom. Are we going to tell the listeners why this podcast away. is a bit subpar? I think it's going quite well, actually. 
We're Ben's to... looking half asleep, but then he's working so hard. He's got, we, we, he's got to do, I'm interviewing David Baddiel here in a minute, and he's got to do that. Then he's got to go and see Amber Rudd and her daughter, yep. Flora. It's a full, full day. He doesn't have to take a cat and three kittens to the vet at 2 p.m. No, and he, he didn't have to take four hours to put his son to bed, who kept having nosebleeds. And then you came staggering in from your night out, singing with your <laughs> shoes in one hand and a, your bra Fall, around your ears. Falling up the stairs. Uh, coming in, ah, just when Kitty had fallen asleep. Oh, Sam, come around. Kitty hit Shall we have a game Stepped of Scrabble? on three of the five cats on your way up the stairs. It's been the whole time. So then we were awake, and then and then, well, then we fell asleep. And what did we get? Through about three hours oh sleep. Oh, my God. So what was the first thing? Two o'clock it was. was. It was Iris. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, God, she's hungry. Okay, oh, because while you were out, I not only had to deal with the Sam nosebleed, Kitty wasn't a problem, uh, the three kittens all decided to leave the basket at three weeks old for the first time. So they all climbed out, wandering around. I had to put barricades up in the corridor they're in so they wouldn't fall down the stairs. Uh, and then I had to keep them in there. And then we had to do all that. And then, yeah, then, then Iris got all upset about something because maybe they're weaning and she came work us up at two. And I fed her and then she came back and then she, I, I thought, then we oh my God, and then I went, oh my God, she, she wants to go out for a wee. So I let her out for a wee. The next thing I heard was this unholy oh, noise. That was half past three when we just nodded off again. And the fox and a cat, very clearly Iris having a massive fight. And normally you say, I hear that and you go, shut up, it's just squirrels. No, you, because a, I know the difference this, between you have the this squirrel. uncanny ear for the difference between a human baby no, and a squirrel. I'm, not, and a I'm cat. just not deaf. I can tell the difference What's between that? a squirrel. <laughs> oh, the what joke? Uh, Idiots say what? Do they? Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Hoist by my own petard. So, so then, yeah. So then, there's all this shouting from the garden, and not shouting. Whatever I thought. There's it was me a, coming down. And, I you, thought it was a tramp eating a baby. Quadruple locked the doors. I was shaking it, trying to unlock all. Darling, the my job is domestic security. Wait, you've quadrupled the lock, as opposed to when you just leave it open and every kind of hobo and axe murderer wanders in for breakfast. That's no way to talk about our children. <laughs> You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin Has No Idea. You can listen to us on The Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.